Welcome back to the Creator Club podcast. You're here with John Marsh. And if you're a coach or you have a creative business, this is your show to learn the key skills you need to attract dream clients, grow your business, and build confidence. We talk with real business owners to uncover their stories, their insights that you can take away and apply to your business to help you to go to the next level. Today on the show, I'm talking with none other than my beautiful wife, Ruby Marsh, and we're discussing how do you create the perfect sales conversation. So let's jump into the show. You're here with John Marsh, and this is the Creator Club podcast. Often it's because of that narrative around the used car salesman. So we tend to attach to these ideas about what sales looks like and and we often don't like being sold to or that's the idea that we have in our head and so when we have to do it in our business we're going into it with this preconceived idea of how it looks and how it's going to go and how uncomfortable the process is going to be and I think what a lot of that is about not coming across a certain way and therefore being judged by the person on the other side. Mm, that's right. And the result is, you know, so what we're talking about a reframe of sales um, because the result is if we have any kind of aversion to this side of the business, uh, we're losing out, right? We're losing the, not just from our side, the business side, the ability to build revenue and build the business, but also we're you know, uh, we're, we're, we're cheating these potential people of the possible future of, of working with us. And so it's very important that we look at this. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about um, what, what we think a, a great sales experience includes and what that can feel like. Recently, we had a call inside of the Creator Club and we, we asked the question uh, with the coaches and the creative business owners who were on the call, you know, who actually likes being sold to? And, you know, if you're listening to this, of course, if you're anything like us, you don't really like that feeling. You don't like the used car sales feeling. But when we asked who likes the feeling of opening up a relationship with someone they look up to and someone who can guide them, you know, everyone said, yeah, like that sounds pretty good. And so I think that's really what we're going to dive into today. Um, we're going to speak about a bit of a framework together. And although this is just an audio and you'll be listening to it, we'll do our best to make it nice and clear so you can visualize this framework. And we'll talk through just a couple of key principles that you can start to think about and how you can bring these into your own sales process so you fall in love with sales and it feels great for you and you can use sales effectively to grow your business, whether that's uh, with a brand new prospect or, or dream client that you've never met or someone who's come through your marketing channel and, uh, you know, clicked through the website and gone that way. Anything else to add in before we jump into the framework, Ruby? Only thing I was thinking of as you're speaking about this framework and the fact that people have gone through their marketing process and they're doing that and they're really active with that. Think of sales as being like the bridge to 
the thing that you love to do most, which is helping people and helping them get a results and get results in their life or by creating something for someone else. So without sales, you can't cross that bridge or they can't cross that bridge with you. So this is a really important thing. And for us, we would love you to walk away, be able to potentially use this framework, make sure you play this episode again if it's something you want to get confident at and you can practice and therefore you can make sales really easily that's that's what we'd love for you after today that's right and just so we're clear you know when when I first went through sales anyway I learned a very uh, specific script from different teachers and mentors and uh, you know there's so many different sales scripts out there and this is absolutely not what we're talking about. We're looking at a framework or some some principles that can help you to humanize this conversation with the person you want to work with so that it feels great for everyone. We think that sales should, a great sales experience, whether it's a yes or a no at the outcome, should feel great for you. It should feel great for the person that you're talking to. And the outcome should be the right one for both people. So uh, if it's not a fit, the best possible outcome is that you can refer them to somebody else and they find the right place to go and the right fit. And if it is a fit, the best possible outcome is they choose to work with you. You feel calm and confident in that uh, invitation and they're excited to get started. So let's jump into this. Maybe I'll kick it off kind of describing this, the shape of this framework. We love triangles. And so what we're going to do is picture in your mind's eye a triangle. Uh, it's, I think they call that an isosceles, equilateral. <laughs> equilateral. <It's> a, <laughs> equilateral. A triangle with a flat base. So the base is flat and it goes up to the, the peak in the middle. <laughs> Pretty standard. Now on each corner of the triangle, we're going to have a uh, something an important um, point that we're going to bring into the sales so we need these three things in order to have a great sales conversation the three things are and we're going to break these down for you but the three things are personality on the top of the triangle okay preparation on the right side of the triangle the right corner and then framing on the left corner. And what we're going to do today is just walk through each of these three things and give you a loose outline of what they include. And then your job will be to think about how you can apply that to your business. And you might even pick up a few places that you're missing out completely straight away that you can address and this will help your sales instantly. So Ruby, why don't we start with personality, which is at the top of this triangle. When you're in a sales conversation, let's say you're the dream client and you're trying to buy from somebody else. What does that mean to you? What's a, uh, you know, what does personality mean for someone and how does that feel for you as the buyer? Well, as the buyer, the person that I am, speaking with their being themselves. That's what bringing personality to the conversation looks like. And therefore, when you know someone is being themselves, 
you're much more comfortable. And as the seller, you know that they're also comfortable as well because they're okay with being themselves. So that's one of the main things when we think about personality is we're not trying to put on a personality or try to sell in a certain way. We're simply bringing ourselves to the table and that's one of the first steps also to creating trust in, in this situation. That's right. I, I agree. And I think, you know, we talked about at the beginning, this concept of opening a relationship. If you're a coach or you're a brand consultant or a designer, you're going to be working with somebody for a period of time. And the last thing that you want to do is have an inconsistency between your marketing, the sales conversation where there's a little more tension, and then the working relationship. So the tone, the language, how you speak. We want to be totally comfortable uh, in this conversation. And when we can do that, you're going to have a great time because you're more relaxed. They're going to be able to relax as well. And they're going to get a nice, smooth transition uh, when they do start to step into your service as well. And look, you know, we've all been there before. When you're first learning sales, you get some sort of a script or a framework. And, you know, you might be a little bit tense. So, this personality thing is all really about letting that tension go and starting to get comfortable in the sales process. Big part of that's going to be practice, right? Let's go to the bottom right side of the uh, triangle. And this is really where you can do some actual work, right? You can finish up this episode, get out some paper and do some work here. This was preparation, so Ruby, why don't you take us through the two, uh, a couple of these points that we can prepare for if we're a coach or a gym owner or a creative business owner, we've got this service, people are going to step into this conversation, whether it's on a call or you have a meeting in your office or at a cafe, whatever you set up, what do we want to be prepared for? Uh, and what does that mean? What are the, what are some of the things we can do here? So there's two things when it comes to preparing for a call and hopefully these will be pretty consistent across all of the calls that you have because you will have attracted through your marketing someone that's a dream client. So the two things are knowing the features of your service but likewise, the other side of that is knowing what benefit those features bring to your dream client's life. So features are things like the nuts and bolts of your program, of your service, of your gym membership, of your coaching program. So they're the things that they to do with time, frequency, all of those little details. They're usually pretty obvious and you'll have those worked out and they'll be consistent. And then there are the benefits. So what are the emotional benefits, the tangible benefits, the feelings that people might get as a result of engaging with your service? And it's really important to know these things because that's why people buy. They're not necessarily going to be buying because of all of the features and how many calls you do, but they're going to buy because they know that they're going to become a certain person. They're going to feel a certain way and you'll be able to pick up on certain things when they talk about their problems and their obstacles and the call and say, well, actually, I know that this 
could help you feel this way or this is how we can make you feel more confident in your marketing or whatever it might be or your health or your your fitness program and then the second thing is the likely questions that might come up and again this should be something that's fairly consistent because you will have been listening to your audience maybe you've done some of these calls before and so what are the likely things that might come up around your product or service that you know that you can confidently address. And again, these are all little things that are going to help you be a trustworthy guide for that person as you move through this conversation. That's great. I love that. So let's take a quick example. You might have a gym, for example, and you're going to invite somebody in to have a a membership with you. You have a shower facility. You have a big open floor space. You have a physiotherapist upstairs. Those are all features. And so on a piece of paper on the left side, list out all of these features, the type of programming you do. Then on the right side, we list the benefit for each of those features. So, hey, with this big open space, you're going to get a lot of room to move around and you're never going to feel cramped like those other gyms. Hey, with this uh, shower, you're going to be able to, you know, jump straight in the shower after your workout and get to work on time. You're not going to even have to go home. Or with the physio, it's going to mean that, you know, you've got a set of hands and eyes upstairs to look after your body so that no matter how hard your training gets or if you do get any little niggles, we can keep you moving, right? So your list on the left side is the features, right side is the benefit for your dream client. The likely questions, it's great. Keep a list on your phone or on another piece of paper that you refer to. They're going to ask, you know, hey, what about parking at the gym? Or, hey, what about, um, you know, what about how, how often do I get to talk to you if in your coaching program? Or do you send me text messages? Or, you know, what if it doesn't work, right? You're going to get these questions. Make a list so that you have an answer for them. Uh, now, let's jump over to the left side of the triangle. We've got this concept of framing, what is framing? What does framing mean to you? And uh, how would you kind of describe that for people listening, Ruby? So framing is really important because framing allows you to assume leadership in the conversation and to be able to share the direction of the conversation, the way it's going to go with this dream client that you're speaking with. And when you take leadership and you take ownership of the direction, they, again, that, yes, that's another way of building trust with them because they're going to not feel like they don't know what the conversation's about. They know what they're in for. They know what what's going to happen. So, That's why framing up the conversation is really important. And we suggest that framing the conversation happens at the beginning, you know, so that as soon as they jump on the call, they know what they're in for. And there's a couple of key things that when you're framing up the conversation for this person that you mentioned. So we would say mention the time frame for this call and maybe you even break down that time frame they might already know that you're on a call for 30 to 40 minutes or maybe it's a quick 
quick call and then you're going to follow up with another call however you're going to work it but you reiterate we're here for 40 minutes and in this 40 minutes we're going to go through this and this and this and then at the end we'll talk about how I can potentially help you and so that way you're setting an order so that's the other thing that you want to do is through that time frame and say that this is what we're going to work through in this time you might break that up into time slots. But what that helps the person do is relax straight away. And for you to also relax and go, I know exactly how this is going to roll and I can be confident in my process as we work through this. And it's not going to be an idle chat and there's actually a purpose and an intention for the conversation and they'll really like that. If you want to just have a chat with a person, then it's probably not going to be in the frame of of sales. It's probably going to be something that you do more informally, but in this circumstance, we're talking about more of a formal setting where you've organized this call, this call and this time to be together. So it's important that you set the agenda for that and you frame it for them. So in a nutshell, framing is really from what you said, framing what I'm, what I'm picking up is framing is really like uh, setting the, the agenda, mm. right? So that we're clear. And what that does is it allows uh, you as the service provider to take the lead in this business relationship and that allows us to trust you and relax a little bit and then get the most out of the conversation, uh, which feels good. Now, one of the one of the things I think that is worth mentioning here, especially for people who are in coaching spaces um, and, and, and the creative businesses as well, the thing to watch out for is the slippery slope of the chat. And the way it goes is somebody will reach out to you on social media or you'll hear from a friend or something like that. And your ears will pick up because you'll hear that they're being challenged, right? By something that you're, uh, you know, that's part of your service, right? And, and you'll say, hey, look, like, let's catch up for a chat. And then, then the ball's rolling and say, okay, cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd love that. And so you go meet at a coffee shop or you do a, you know, now it's like Zoom call or something like this. And there's no framing, there's no preset time or agenda for this conversation. And so what happens is, because a lot of times these may turn into a business relationship, but they started off in an unstructured way that didn't build trust. So you're starting a business relationship off without any clear boundaries and that's if it actually turns into a business relationship. Most of the time what will happen is you'll have this chat that could go for 40 minutes, 90 minutes, two hours at the coffee shop. And then at the end, you you try to present the thing that you've got because you're excited and you got a new coaching program. And they're a little bit, you know, it's a little bit not what they knew they were getting into. And they might not mind. It can be, it can work. It's much more powerful to say, hey, look, you know, this is the type of work I specialize in. I'd love to sit down with you and we can spend 90 minutes together or 60 minutes or 30 minutes and see uh, if we can help you with some strategy on that. And then I can even talk to you about what I offer in my service afterwards is if it's if there's a good fit. 
Um, how does that sound for you? Uh, and this changes the relationship entirely. So let's connect these sides a little bit. You know, we talked about originally uh, what's important to have in a great sales conversation. We said something that feels good, something that no matter what the outcome is, it is the optimal outcome. So uh, there's no manipulation, there's no pressure selling, there's nothing like that. If we have, let's look at the sides of the triangle. If we have our own personality in the conversation and we have clear framing, so we know how long we're going to speak and what we're going to talk about and we follow that structure in the conversation, we'll have to do another episode on actual uh, on an actual framework for the sale. What is framing plus personality give us what's the what do we have what's our result we feel more relaxed because we're being ourselves and we know the direction of where this is heading and at any point in the conversation you can come back to that direction if the conversation gets off track so really the combination of these two is about ultimately having you feel relaxed through this process and both of you are going to feel relaxed in fact and when we're more relaxed, we're, you know, a lot of people talk about like uh, being more magnetic or inviting the sale, like we're more attractive. So from a trust perspective or from an actual sale perspective, being relaxed means you're not needy, you're not chasing, you're not on the edge of your seat. And uh, that transmission is going to be real nice for the other person as well. Mm. Okay, let's go to the other side. If we have personality and preparation, what what do we get what's like what's the outcome what's our benefit of that it's similar to framing and personality but preparation allows you and personality those that combination of those two is going to allow you to feel more present in the conversation and when we're more present the beautiful thing about that is that we can listen more and that's a really important part of a great sales conversation is that we do more listening and less asking questions so when you bring your personality you feel relaxed and you have preparation you can feel more present you can be in the moment with that person and you can really honestly help them as well which is what we know you want to do that's right yeah if you have that preparation the features and benefits and the likely questions you know you're not going to need to scramble for an answer and so that means you get to pay full attention to what the person is saying. And that presence is, again, going to really help your conversion or help the outcome of the sale. And the last one we mentioned briefly, so our final side, what's our result? If we frame the conversation clearly and we're prepared, what's our outcome? We can lead. And a big part of what we help our creators do in the creator club has become stronger leaders, better leaders. And these are all wonderful opportunities for you to really step up in your leadership and a sales conversation where you have it framed, you know where you're going, there's no hidden <laughs> agenda with it and you're prepared. You can be a really honest leader and you can show up in that moment. Perfect. Okay, so if you're listening, the three things you need for a great 
sales experience, personality preparation and framing. This allows you to relax into the conversation, be fully present and take a leadership role, which positions you as a trusted uh, business guide, someone who can take this person and help them get where they wanna go from the minute they sit down, which is really cool. And even if it ends up being a no with your service, they're going to tell other people, they're going to say, look, I had this great conversation with, uh, you know, Ruby and she was really present. She really helped me. It wasn't a fit, but I was really impressed with how she showed up and that will create a ripple effect. Now your homework off the back of this one is, uh, the two things you can do right now. The personality is about repetition, right? Like you got to practice, but the two things that you can do right now is your preparation. So on one sheet of paper, set up your features and link them to the benefits. On the other, set up your likely questions you're going to get, write out all the answers that you can provide for those. And then the other thing you can do is you can practice or get clear on the framing of your call or your conversation. What do you want it to look like? How long will it last? And what is the order of the topics you're gonna cover? We'll cover a framing or a, sorry, a, a framework for that order in another uh, conversation. You may even have an order that you like already. If you frame that order ahead of time and let the person know what's coming in the next 20 or 40 minutes or 60 minutes, whatever it is, uh, that transparency is what we're talking about here and that communication is going to help build a lot of trust and help you to lead in the conversation. Anything else that you want to add? What, what do you think from your experience, like feeling good about sales and doing this work that we've covered today? What does the, what's the benefit for somebody? What's the result that they can expect in their business and how they go about their business? Well, I think feeling confident in sales is a real asset for you. And I think if you have this sort of framework, if you're just starting out, use it and practice it. A lot of this confidence is really going to come from practice. And so whatever opportunities you can to get in front of people, sit down with them and even practice this, even if it's not necessarily a legit conversation, do it. Uh, it'll really, really help. And I certainly have found that over the years that I actually look forward to these moments and connecting with people and learning more about them and where they want to go. So yep. that's what I would say. Beautiful. Yep. Yeah. Learn to love sales. Uh, set up your triangle, practice your action items and you'll be feeling super comfortable and really confident and they will too other people will as well great that's it for today make sure to send this episode to anyone who you know who might be a little bit shy in their sales or shying away from their sales or avoiding sales uh, we've probably all been there at some point in time send this along and, and let them know that there's a way to step into this powerfully and feel good and, and grow their business as well through having a great relationship in, with sales. And then finally, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. That's the most helpful thing you can do for us. And if you have any questions on this episode, you can send them along to hello at creatorclub.link. Hello at creatorclub.link. And we'll get to them on a future episode. And make sure to share this to your Instagram stories too. That's always helpful lets more people know about the podcast 
And that's a great thing for all of us. Thanks again. We'll see you on the next episode.